Hi everyone, I'm JJ Hornblass and welcome to the Roadmap from Autofinance News since 1996, the leading news resource for the automotive lending and leasing industry. This is our weekly wrap for what's happening in the industry on March 15, 2021. Uh, before we get into it, a hearty thanks to uh, Autofinance News advertisers, Alpha, Dealer Track, DeFi, Market Scan, Point Predictive, State National, Strook and Strook and Levan, and Westlake Financial. And so thank you for their uh, continuing support and uh, a welcome, of course, to Joey Pizzolatto, the editor of Auto Finance News, and Amanda Harris, its associate editor. Hello to both of you. In general, economic news uh, today, um, uh, obviously marked by last week's signing of the $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief bill into law by President Biden. Also uh, yesterday, Stripe, uh, the, um, the startup payments provider, announced that it had raised $600 million at a valuation of $95 billion. That's more than two and a half times the valuation it, it attained in its 2019 fundraising round. It makes Stripe one of the world's most valuable startups. And this morning, uh, Tesla announced uh, a series of title changes at the company. And some are what I might call eyebrow raising. Elon Musk uh, added the title of Techno King of Tesla, while Zach Kirkhorn became Master of Coin. They both remain CEO and CFO respectively as well. The company also announced that Jer Jerome uh, Gillen was named president of Tesla Heavy Trucking with some view as a sign that the company is putting more focus on trucking going forward. In auto finance industry news, uh, we had uh, an, a notable deal announced between the nation's largest credit union, Navy Federal Credit Union, and TrueCar to facilitate not just digital originations at Navy, but also digital car sales. Uh, through Navy Federal. So let's first get a little bit more of the background on this deal and uh, we can get into its implications uh, for the market afterwards. Sure, so I'll take that one. Um, yeah, so Navy Federal basically has partnered with TrueCar. Um, this is something TrueCar does quite a bit where they have you know over 500 affinity partners. So this is kind of something that TrueCar does. Um, so basically, Navy, Navy Federal is using Two Cars Infrastructure to launch an online car buying service for its members. Um, basically, it makes a website where members can shop for cars um, and they can go through and get pre-approval for funding, um, all of that right in this new website. Um, so it kind of gives them like a one-stop shop kind of thing where they can go and get special deals on the cars to uh, special pricing that they won't get anywhere else because it's through their through specific deals for Navy Fed members. 
Um, and it just gives them all that one place to look through cars, see what's in their area, you know, connect with local dealerships to get those cars. And then through TrueCar, um, some consumers can also choose to complete the entire process remotely and then have the car delivered to them. Um, so it kind of brings all of what we've been talking about with, with what consumers are wanting. Maybe Fed kind of has that, uh, that opportunity now. And these are new or used vehicles? It's both. So it's a mix. It really just depends on what the consumer looks for. Um, so I did kind of a test run myself. I was like, what if I was looking for a car? Uh, just to see what all, what all would work. So basically you can go in and see what kind of what model you want, what brand you want, uh, what kind of prices they're there. You can compare the prices. You can put in your zip code and see what's kind of available in local inventory to you. Um, and then once you choose the car, you will go through the whole process of getting an auto loan through maybe federal um, and then kind of doing all the documentation, all that, and then choosing to pick it up or have it delivered kind of once you complete that process. So on a scale of one to 10, uh, what do you think is the significance of this deal? Uh, 10 being blowout, one being completely insignificant. Uh, Joe, you want to start with that? Yeah, sure. Put me on the spot. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so I would say I would put it at about a six. We're not reinventing the wheel. Um, this is nothing new. Uh, we, you know, we've seen uh, GLS um, get with car gurus for a similar deal. Uh, even TrueCar has a, a similar deal with higher cars rent to own or earn to own program, something like that, where they, you know, bake in the financing of the deal. What I think is significant is the, the number of lenders that we are seeing kind of like fall into this category. Um, you know, as you mentioned, Navy Fed is, I believe, the, the largest uh, credit union in the auto space. Um, so for them, them to get into the online marketplace through a partnership, um, I think is, is sort of indicative of you know, where the industry might be going. You know, that's something that I've been talking with our panelists for the Auto Finance Innovation Summit quite a bit um, in the, you know, weeks leading up to the conference is that partnership is going to be key. I think we're going to stop seeing a lot of lenders or not see them so often, you know, do their own platform and really kind of, you know, expedite the process to get um, these marketplaces up and running as quickly as possible. Amanda, what do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree with Joey. I was going to say six as well. Um, so it's kind of funny. We're on the same page today. It's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think it just speaks to the fact that in order for lenders to really, you know, stay successful in the industry as we're seeing it evolve now, um, we're going to see more of these marketplaces come up. They have to give customers the option to shop online. They want it to be through them and they want it to be through them from the beginning to the end. Um, so that these marketplaces are kind of a way for them to not only make sure that their members, you know, stay with them and, and, you know, continue on the process, even if they go away from in-branch services, it also allows them to maybe tap into new customers who don't want to, to shop for cars in person anymore. Um, so it just speaks to the bigger trend of, we're going to see more and more of these pop up. What do you think that the auto lenders are giving up? by relinquishing the marketplace control or ownership or development to a third party? I mean, this is really a question also that's appropriate considering 
uh, the start of the Auto Finance Innovation Summit tomorrow. Uh, so uh, as, a, as a lead in, I mean, are, is, what's Navy giving up from a strategic standpoint? So I'll jump in again to start. Um, I'm honestly not sure if they are giving anything up. Um, if, if you look at kind of just the traditional indirect model, right, everything goes through the dealer. Um, the dealer is the one that kind of um, sets that, the expectations for customer experience. Um, and I don't see it being any different in, in an online marketplace, right? Um, I'm sure Navy Fed, TrueCar is a big name. So they're, you know, they're vetting the process, you know, all the way through. So the way I sort of look at it is it's just kind of another cog in the wheel of the, of the indirect process um, that gives consumers a little bit more um, flexibility on how they want to complete that process. What, what kind of uh, volume expectations do you both have for this kind of deal? Uh, I mean, people don't necessarily go to Navy thinking that Navy is a source for vehicles. So this does kind of change the dynamic between them and their credit union members. And how much, how much volume can come through this digital channel for them? I think it'll just, you know, we'll see it expand it some. Um, I think it's going to take some time to see, you know, how how their members really, really get into this. Um, you know, if we're going to see a lot of success, they just launched it. Um, so I think they're really trying this out to see, you know, if their members will, will use it. Um, but the fact that we've seen, you know, online car retailers really blow up during the pandemic, um, kind of speaks to, I think, that more consumers are being becoming more comfortable with this type of car buying. Um, so with that happening and the fact that this is tailored to their members with specific deals, um, that will probably help drive some of the loyalty toward, you know, this new service um, because it is taking something and, and giving their members something else, um, you know, to kind of stay with them and making it a little easier to find cars like within their area too. So anytime you can make it easy and quick, I think you'll see more and more people jump on board with it. Um, Amanda, when you went through it, how, like, what was the path in which you, you did the process? Like, did you go to Navy Fed's website first, um, TrueCar's website, or how, how did that work? So obviously, you know, I was looking at it from a slightly different perspective than, you know, their member would. Um, but I went to their actual, the new Affinity website. Um, so it's a separate website from, you know, Navy Fez. Now, I, I assume they're going to build it in or if they haven't already, that there'll be an access point from their typical website, right? That would just make sense. Um, but I did go straight to the Affinity site. And basically, what you, once you get there, you can kind of say, like, what are you looking for? SUV, car? You know, you can shop by like a certain brand. Like if you want to look for just a Toyota SUV, you would go and you would click on the Toyota logo and then you kind of say like what type of car you're looking for. Um, and then when you go there, it'll show you like models, you put in your zip code, it'll narrow it down again to cars that are actually within your area, like at local dealerships. Um, and then it'll tell you like the price on it. It'll show you what other people have paid for it, which is a true car thing. Um, and then you can kind of compare all that. And obviously I didn't go further because I'm not actually buying a car right now. Um, but that's pretty much where I got. And then from there, you would, you know, you can go on there. There's an option to click on there to see what auto loans are available to you. And you can then get pre-approval and Navy Federal um, people did tell me like, 
that people can go through that site to get the pre-approval. They don't have to go back to, you know, the Navy Federal normal website. They can actually do it all through that new service. Um, so it really brings it all into one place, which is again, what we've been seeing. You know, we haven't been mm -hmm. kind of seeing this truncated process with lenders. They really want it all one easy, you know, process, so. Amanda, how much branding was TrueCar versus Navy? Was it, did it seem to you like it was a TrueCar venture or a Navy Federal venture? No, it, it's wholly a Navy Federal venture. Um, the only reason we know it's run by TrueCar is because they were told this is run by TrueCar. <laughs> um, it's, you know, it might be mentioned there. Um, I didn't really go too far in depth on, you know, in the terms and things like that. So I'm sure it's mentioned somewhere that this is powered by TrueCar, but it's really a Navy Federal website. It's tailored to their members. Um, you know, if you're applying for auto loans, it's through a Navy Federal Credit Union loan. Um, so this is really just, TrueCar kind of gives them, you know, the software and everything, but it's, it's their website which is how these affinity partnerships typically, typically run. Yeah, it's very reminiscent to um, the Axos Bank, uh, Carvana partnership that we, um, we wrote about, uh, I don't know, a month ago, who knows how long ago, but recently, right? Enough for, for, for us to talk about it. Um, where the, the, the service um, utilizes Carvana's, um, you know, backend system, it utilizes their inventory, um, and that sleekness, but it's really from Axos Bank's point of view geared towards their members, right? How, how can they funnel their members and uh, the people that bank with them in other, excuse me, with other, um, you know, services they offer into auto? Um, so in, in that case, uh, you know, Carvana, Carvana is, it's, it's branded, but it's, it's a very small branding. It's, it's, it's mostly kind of geared towards the lender. Do you, would you expect uh, sort of turning our attention to the shift earnings this, uh, you know, recently, um, would you expect shift to pursue these kinds of arrangements as well? Um, because their, their numbers seem to be very strong without such partnerships. Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, and, you know, really hard to say. Uh, one thing that I, I see from, from shift and Vroom, which... Um, you know, shifts numbers are, are, are small in comparison to rooms and, you know, even smaller um, in comparison to Carvana. But one, one thing that we're seeing is, you know, a lot of, a lot of their profitability comes from um, ancillary products and, and add-ons. Um, so, so they have the ability to, to fund consumers into their funnel, um, for lack of a better word, uh, you know, relatively easy um and then the lender becomes like an after uh thought well not an afterthought but you know that's the last little bit of the process whether either you're gonna fund with ally or santander to you know complete your purchase um these seem a little bit different whereas the lender seems to be on like the front end of of this um kind of stream to to get the consumer in so i'm not sure if if shift would shift to that sort of model, um, just because, you know, I, as you mentioned, um, you know, what they're doing is, is working and they are able to kind of post that, that growth. And, and what's kind of a key driver for their growth going forward, do you think? So what they said was um, inventory is, is gonna be a big thing. Um, 
I believe they have some seasoned inventory, like they had too much, they couldn't get it out the door um, due to sales. Just the nuts and bolts of the DMV and the titling and things like that that actually, you know, are, are not automated yet. Right. Um, they need, a, they need a, a human to finish that process. And I, I think just the sheer growth and volume, they, they weren't able to keep up with that. Um, mm -hmm. So I would say hiring more sales force. Well, they said the key to their growth is hiring more sales force. So I'm going to believe them. Um, but then also um, ancillary products, tacking on those voluntary protection problems. Products. We know that those um, those have gained a lot of traction during the pandemic. People want that sense of security, um, and you know, as we all know, they're they're a great driver for for profitability, especially at a dealership level, um, and for just you know total uh, amounts of funded contracts. So I would I would say keep me on that path. Tomorrow we start the Auto Finance Innovation Summit. It's uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, Two things that each of you are looking for uh, during the AFIS uh, sessions. What are two keys that you're, you're kind of going to keep your eyes on? Amanda, do you want to start? Sure. Um, I'm really excited to see the demovation kind of challenge since this is a, my first time, you know, kind of being involved in this event. So I'm still, you know, fairly new. Um, and I'm just excited to kind of see the demos and get a better feel for what's new and kind of coming to the industry. Um, so that one, I think will be a fun session to kind of sit through and I don't have to host it. So it's even better. <laughs> okay. So I will, I will also say the demovation challenge, but um, for a different reason. I'm interested to see uh, who the winner or who the finalists are, not the winners, uh, the finalists, um, because I think that that will really point to where uh, the industry's priorities lie. Um, last year, we saw, we did the demovation challenge pretty much, I don't know, two days before the pandemic hit um, and everything shut down. And we saw um, the, the finalists were, it was a mobility company, autos, and a collection company, um, remitter. So, you know, to me, that, that, that was very interesting considering the, the climate we were in. Remitter actually ended up winning, but, but this time I'm, I'm very much interested in seeing, you know, what sort of technology and startups are um, lenders interested in um, outside of just, you know, what we've been talking about for weeks now in these online marketplaces. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, looking forward to the conference starting uh, tomorrow. It's not too late for folks to register and join us. Uh, the, the number of attendees is uh, greater than we've ever had. So uh, you'll really want to join uh, the conference. You can get more information at autofinanceinnovation.com. And, um, and of course, we want to uh, hear from you. So please rate the roadmap on your podcast platform of choice. And of course, follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. We'll be covering the Auto Finance Innovation Summit on social media as well, uh, all day, Tuesday and Wednesday. Thank you uh, so much for joining us for this episode of The Roadmap. We'll see you next time.